Summer is here, and sports are finally back, which can only mean one thing. It's time to get back, relax, and make some cash. Everyone has to start somewhere, which is why you want to get off on the right foot by choosing an established book like mybookie.ag. With all the major sports seasons just around the corner, there's never been a better time to get in on the action. Dynamic betting lines and a simple-to-use platform make the process easier than it's ever been. Create your account in just a few easy steps. Deposit and begin placing your bets. Sign up now using promo code COACHTALK to get your deposit matched 100% all the way up to $1,000. Plus an extra $25 free play. That's promo code COACHTALK. Use it to score yourself an extra piece of the pie. With my bookie, you bet, you win, and most importantly, when you win, you get paid. Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Saturday, August 1st. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here with my partner in crime, Mr. Andrew Hansen, also known as Lang- Mr. Language Olympic on Twitter. So, how are you on this wonderful day, Mr. Andrew? I'm excited. Day three here of the restart. We've had two fabulous days already in the NBA. Uh, Just games going down to the wire, drama, stars stepping up. Uh, It's been, you know, one one after the other with with LeBron and Harden and Giannis and uh, Luka, all these guys putting up monster games. Uh, It's been a lot of fun. It has. What a restart time for these first few games. I think Everybody was anticipating there'd be a little ramp-up period in the level of play just because they were out for so long. But talk about hitting the ground running. My goodness. they Guys making shots all over the place, and the level of play is high. You know, I, I was guessing that the fact that they were all in that bubble together, no distractions, strip clubs, and, you know, family stuff, and all these different things that these guys get involved in, they're there, and it's all about basketball. And you know what? We're going to see some really sharp ball all the way down to the finals, in my opinion. I agree. I do think that there may be a letdown here in game two for some of these stars because, I mean, they put in a lot of effort to put on a show, get the first win. I mean, you could tell it was really important to LeBron and Giannis and Harden to play well, get the first win. And so I think that'll be the key is now they start to feel those – 30 plus minutes and the wear and tear and maybe they're not quite as effective in game two that's a great point and i think you know we need to factor that into when we're building these lineups because you know i felt like i think it was the fact that nobody got to play any ball for three or four months and they came out playing like it was definitely a playoff game you could just see the intensity out there was fantastic but you're right you know, does the body say, wait a minute, I'm not used to doing this as much <laughs> anymore, right. and then a little bit of a fall off. So, you know, we need to consider that for sure in our builds. But we want to dive right in so we get this podcast out. It's Saturday morning. We'll have it out in plenty of time for everybody to take a look at before the games tip off. They are uh, early start uh, today, but all five games are staggered throughout the game. None start at the same time. So it should be a fantastic uh, DFS day for the NBA. Um, real quickly, before we get started here, I want to uh, give a shout out to our presenting sponsors, MyBookie.ag, who has even stepped up more. I received a new 
uh, offer from them yesterday to put out there. And instead of 50% uh, up to 1000 on the signing bonus, they have now decided to go 100% up to $1,000. Right. So, yeah. So if you really want to get frosty and get in there and play some NBA and you're going to put in, say, whatever, you know, uh, 800 bucks, they match your 800 bucks. Boom, just like that. So you have to use the promo code Coach Talk. Uh, no space in between. All one word, Coach Talk. And you can either sign up at mybookie.ag or dfscoachtalk.com. Uh, you also get a free $25 free play uh, with that promo code. Also, our friends at tvg.com, uh, go right to our website. That's the best way to do it. And look for the banner that says risk-free $300 bet. And TVG will uh, refund all the way up to $300 on that first bet that you make. So definitely check them out at tvg.com. Remember to follow us on Twitter throughout the day. Uh, our whole team is at DFS Coach Talk. Uh, I am at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Uh, Mr. Andrew here is at Language Olympic. We have Mr. Millie Maker winner, Superman Shane at D-E-T Sports Shane. And our buddy, uh, Mr. Mills is at Freddie Mills 7. So you can check him out also. Um, <clears throat> YouTube, go to DFS Coach Talk. You can see all of these videos. If you're watching us on that now, please hit subscribe and please give us a thumbs up. We really, really appreciate that. It is important as we grow the channel. And Instagram's DFS underscore Coach Talk. All right, with no further ado, and I know that this is a little painful, but I explain this, you know, each day here for this first few weeks in the bubble. These are the most important pieces of information that you're going to get on this slate. We can do all the breakdown and builds and usage and all that, but before you set up those parameters, you have to know the situation and who's in, who's out, what's in between, and we've got to share that with you now. So get your pencils and pads ready because this is going to be the important info of the day. <clears throat> and it is pretty comprehensive, so hang in there with me. We've got uh, Jamal Murray from Denver is questionable right now because of a left hamstring, 50-50. So that's extremely important. We already know that Will Barton and Gary Harris are out. So we're looking at a serious guard possible issue there in uh, Denver, and we'll get to that later. Um, Amir Coffey from the L.A. Clippers is downgraded. Uh, he did get a few minutes off the bench. He has a hip pointer. Goga Bataze is uh, now listed questionable. Uh, he had uh, was out with a knee for a while, but looks like there's a possibility he could grab a few minutes. Patrick McCaw for the the uh, for Toronto is doubtful. Um, he's had a knee problem throughout. Backup point guard Raul Neto for Philly is now probable. He should be in there to spell for a few minutes today. Uh, not as good info for Philly on Glenn Robinson the third. He is doubtful and uh, would not expect him to play a uh, hip pointer there as well. Our man Joel Embiid is uh, confirmed in. No problems. He's ready to go. No restrictions. Looks like the, the dynamic trio from the Lakers, for some reason they're always listed on here. Anthony Davis, again, has been listed on the list since second grade. 
But all three of these guys are going to play. They're 85% probable. Uh, Kuzma's, it's a groin. Uh, LeBron had a, a groin issue as well, and Anthony Davis an eye. So, uh, and Kuzma was an ankle, I'm sorry. But anyway, they're all fine. They're going to play. Kuzma, LeBron, and Davis are in <clears throat> more than likely. Uh, big one here, Mon- uh, Malcolm Brogdon from Indiana. He is 50-50 with a cervical strain. Uh, we do not know what the situation there uh, is there for him playing. Again, that's a big uh, change for Indiana if he does not suit up. Uh, Montrez Harrell remains out. Uh, they expect him back soon. Pat Bev is now fine. He's confirmed in, as is Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Uh, also, Zion Williams, 100% in, and he was chirping a little bit uh, to the reporters that he wanted to play more minutes in that game. He was a little frustrated, so we may see uh, a pretty fired-up Zion today, and hopefully Gentry lets him go a little bit. Uh, Landry Shamit, we saw he played decent minutes for the Clippers. He is back and confirmed again. Abdel Nader, uh, sub off the bench for the Thunder, is in. We have Mr. Strip Club Chicken Wings, Lou Williams, is still out. He's got that 10-day that he has to go through again, so he'll be out for a while. There are rumblings that Sabonis might make his way back uh, to the bubble, which would be fantastic for the the, uh, Pacers because it was looking like he was going to be out uh, for quite some time with a foot injury. He is out today, but he may come back uh, for the Pacers, and if they're going to make a deep run, they definitely need him. <clears throat> Confirmed in is is the Joker himself. Uh, he is good and ready to go, completely cleared. He was one of the COVID guys initially. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. for the Heat is also back. Um, that's a, a big plus for them. He was hurt uh, towards the end of the season, and he's ready to lace them up. Now here's another one. Victor Oladipo, 50-50. Big change a little bit in some usage in minutes. Uh, if he doesn't get it going. So uh, we will have to follow that one closely. A couple of uh, easy ones here. Darius Baisley, Thunder in. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, although he didn't get off the bench last game, he is confirmed in. We already know Rondo's out with a broken wrist. Ryan Brokoff, the sharpshooting three-pointer shooter, was signed by Philly, but he's questionable. So he is... Uh, probably not going to suit up today. It's personal reasons. Uh, last guys, uh, Dewan Hernandez, Toronto, uh, confirmed. The big one is Fred Van Vliet, confirmed for the for Toronto, as is Ben Simmons for Philly. And our very last two guys that are out, and we know that, are Z- Zaire Smith for Philly and Avery Bradley for the Lakers. So I know that was a hard pill to swallow with all that info, but all of that goes into the giant pot of soup that we're stirring up here to come up with <clears throat> your specific lineups. So this, this is key information, and we are going to dive right directly into these games. Um, the very first game is 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, noon Central, and it is uh, that real hot game right off the bat, the Heat and Nuggets. And I'm going to jump to mybookie.ag to give you a line on this game. It is the Heat minus one and a half over under 211. So we could have another barn burner right out of the chute on this Saturday. Andrew, what do you got? 
Well, some of these words you just used, I'm, I'm, they're still in my brain for this one. You said it could be a hot matchup. We do have the Miami Heat. Hmm. And you said giant pot of soup. And that's what it feels like with the Miami Heat squad. You mentioned, you know, Derek Jones Jr. being back and how great that is. And yeah, he's like one of 24 Miami players that are in the rotation now that uh-huh. you that you got to look at. So I'm not going to I'm not going to get involved much with the Heat because they have so many guys. Um, the one value play I'll start out with here is Kelly Olynyk at 3K minimum price. Coach, if you remember, I mentioned him when Miami was going to play Denver in the regular season. You did. And he went off for 31 fantasy points, and he had a 27 and eight game here in one of these scrimmages. So, uh, with we we know how much size and length Denver has. Um, you know, you throw in Bowl Bowl to the mix, along with the usual cast of characters that we're used to seeing in the regular season. And I think there's a decent chance he gets out there and, and has a chance to pay off value. So, I, I'm not really looking at anything else with the rest of those guys. And then for Denver, it's just going to be uh, news dependent. Uh, Jamal Murray, you mentioned the hamstring issue there. That's a big domino uh, with Barton and Harris already out. So if he's out, you got to think about Monte Morris. You got to think about guys like Troy Daniels off the bench. He had a 22 6 and 3 game here in one of these scrimmages. Uh, so that's, that's my primary focus here for game one. Yeah, I, I bet you if I took bets, from our members, nobody would have guessed the first guy we highlighted today was Kelly Olynyk. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Goes to show you, DFS is something else, man. It really is. Um, you know, there are some good defenders on both of these teams as well. You know, I think for a two eleven uh, total uh, over under, which happens to be the the lowest on the entire slate, two teams that can play some defense. And especially if Murray plays, two teams that are pretty darn deep. So I think this game's going to get a lot of uh, ownership because they're two hyped-up teams with some really good players. Uh, but I, you know, I'm with you. I'm I'm a little concerned about rostering a whole lot of guys from this game. I am considering Bam, and I know he's a little expensive, but you know, I just think watching the Joker. The only guys that he has real trouble with are those super athletic guys. And Bam, he moves like a small forward. Let's face it, he's super athletic, and he passes the ball very well. So you could have Bam and, and Jokic be the two centers, be the two leaders in assist in this game. So it's an unusual situation. But I'm looking at Bam as a possible uh, major play in this game. But I have not made that final decision yet uh, based on some of the news I'm still expecting to drop. But, uh, you know, I think you got to consider the the possibility of Jimmy Butler just in the fact, yes, uh, Detroit has some decent guard perimeter defenders, but uh, two of their guys that are really good out there um, are out. So, you know, I think Butler, if he tunes it up, could have a really big game here. But I'm not going crazy on this game uh, whatsoever. But Butler and Bam are on my bubble in the bubble right now. So. All right. <laughs> All right, game two. It's uh, 2.30 Eastern, 1.30 Central. It is the Utah Jazz and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, we have my bookie, uh, A.G., Another nail-biter based in on Vegas, the Thunder two-and-a-half-point favorite 
and it's a 216 and a half over under. So this is a very intriguing game, man. What is your basis on the build from this one? Well, this is just sort of the, the big picture game. This is a long time coming. This is where the NBA world sort of stopped with uh, the Gobert news and uh, glad that we're back here and everybody's healthy, ready to, to, to uh, tip it off here. Um, I may get, you know, a, certainly more exposure to this game than game one. We were all over Clarkson and Royce O'Neal in the opener, and they really paid off value. Uh, I think there's still decent options. I mean, Clarkson is still under 4K, and that's just that's just not enough for him on DraftKings. Um, you know, the guards for OKC, it's always a tough, tough question. And, you know, they're similar priced again. Uh, so I, 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 I'm going to look at Shea Gilgis Alexander at 6.8, perhaps a little shrewder at 6.6. And then if Dort ends up starting at minimum price, he's a value play that I'll probably get into a couple lineups. Interesting. You know, this game has a lot of intrigue for me. I mean, I like Conley and I like Paul, but it's like the Spider-Man versus Spider-Man thing for me because you've got two veterans that are savvy, that play really good defense. And uh, I just, I think they sort of eliminate each other a little bit. Now, if, excuse me, if Conley's out of the game and Clarkson's in, Clarkson does not set any defensive records. Let's put it to you that way. So I think when when Clarkson's in there uh, and Conley wrote the rotation is either Moutier in there or they play Clarkson at center, I think Paul can take advantage of that. Uh, Donovan Mitchell isn't exactly a great defender either. So uh, that being said, I'm with you on Shea. I think he's a good option here. I mean, people tend to forget how well he was playing prior to the break. I mean, he was really stepping up as their uh, best player in a lot of these games. So I think his price is reasonable. He's certainly an, an option for me. Um, and I'll tell you, Donovan Mitchell is also an option for me. And I'll tell you why. Just remembering, I remembered why I had started rostering Mitchell uh, when basketball before the shutdown because he is just such a go-to guy and a damn good fourth quarter player. I mean, they go to him on every clutch shot, period. I mean, they look for Gobert to get a rebound, but, you know, Connolly, Jingles, O'Neal, all those guys, they're going to defer to Mitchell on all big shots. And I think this will be a close game. So I didn't, I'm not crazy about Mitchell's price. I think he's overpriced, but I really do like him. So if I do a couple of builds, which I probably will today, he's going to make some of my lineups, and I may have Mitchell and Shea going head-to-head here. I don't want to mess with Gobert as much as he's dominating the glass just because Adams is so good at throwing a body on people, and uh, you know I, I'm not going to go Adams either because Gobert can erase some shots, and Adams not going to be shooting the ball from way out there. So uh, it's pretty much the shooting guards for me in this one. Uh, definitely these first two games are not my favorite two games of the night by any stretch. So I may only come out of these first two games with three three players possibly uh, being suited up. All right, let's go to game four. It's a 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central start. Game it's three. New- 
Oh, game three. I'm sorry. Uh, let me see. One, two. Oh, okay. <laughs> when I don't use my fingers, you know, I get lost with games. <laughs> game three is the Pelicans and Clippers. Uh, it is uh, a ticked-off Zion and the and the the uh, Pelicans who lost a heartbreaker, uh, and they're playing the Clippers uh, who just got done battling the L.A. Lakers. So. Very interesting game. Clippers are only minus five based on mybookie.ag's uh, most recent line. But you're going to like this one, Andrew, and I know this grabbed your attention. Would you believe this game is double digits higher than any other game on the board? It's a big, fat 229, which is 11 points higher than any other game. So from the DFS perspective, I would assume we're going to have Stack City in this game from a lot of the Sharks out there. What do you think? I am going to build some lineups where I stack this game. Um, I'm also going to build some lineups where I just get a piece or two out of it. I've got one favorite play here. I'm going to save it for our members. But one other specific price I am going to mention is Reggie Jackson at 4.1. You know, he really got the edge against Beverly as Beverly works himself back into shape, back into the rotation. Jackson had 34 minutes. He took 10 shots. And at that price tag, I continue to like him here. So he'll make a, a decent amount of my lineups. Interesting. I mean, that was the big thing. I think making sure that uh, our man Shane didn't scratch Reggie ended up being That's a right. key to that Millie maker. But, but I'm on the other side of the table here. I think Pat Bev, you know, he was 50-50 to play that last game. He did. He looked good, too. He played well. So yeah. I just, that to me, that scares the, the heck out of me. I, I don't like guys that split minutes uh, or, you know, take any play from each other. And I love Jackson. I love Beverly, but I'm going to steer clear of that because I just don't want to see uh, them taking usage away. It gets so frustrating at times watching that. Um, yeah, I, you know what? This is the young offensive explosion Pelicans against maybe one of the best defensive teams ever assembled. <laughs> when you consider they have multiple players of the year defensively on their team. So what gives here is the question. Well, you know, for me, I think the Clippers will like the pace that the Pelicans play. I can see this being high scoring as well. I think the 229 uh, line is, is justified. And I'm definitely looking some looking at some multiple guys here. Um, I'm not going to go Ingram because I think he's going to get the Paul George and Kawhi treatment uh, as much as possible. I think they'll zone in on him. But I am going to dial up Zion. I think even in limited minutes, I know people were frustrated watching him the other day. I think they loosen the leash a little. And I think that he can take advantage of that interior with Morris and Zubach and a few of their bigs that uh, right now seem to be a little bit of a weakness for them. So I think Zion's a great play. I will never, as long as this playoff situation goes, roster Derek Favors. He looked like a looked like me trying to play out there, just lumbering along, can't jump. I just I just don't think he's he's worth a play. Uh, I I don't like he, he defers constantly. Just didn't like his body language out there whatsoever. Uh, on the other side, you know, I really like Lonzo Ball in this game. I know, call me crazy, but I just see, I know Holiday's playing great ball, but I'm going to go, the two youngsters, Ball to Williamson, I think, are the combination that I want to mess with today. I just see them in their perspective matchups, 
you know, against Jackson or or Pat Bev, who's tough, but Ball's just so much taller than him. I just think those two guys can take advantage of the mismatches more so than anybody else. Then on the other side of the ball, you know, I rostered both of these guys in the first game, but now I'm going to, based on salary, have to choose between one or the other. But I like Leonard and George. I think that um, both of them can cause some serious problems for the Pelicans matchup-wise. Um, you know, it's going to be tough to see how those matchups per, uh, happen. But, uh, you know, I, I'm leaning a little towards Paul George right now, but one of those two are going to make my lineup because I want to have three to four guys from this game. I think it's going to be necessary based on the amount of DFS points and the pace that's going to come out of it. Does that Excellent. make sense? Sure does. All right. Now we're on one, four. All <laughs> right. I'm getting better. Game four, the Utah Jazz at the Oklahoma City Thunder. It is a 2.30 Eastern, 1.30 Central game. And our my bookie fellas are looking at this game as the Philadelphia 76ers with a, uh, no restrictions. Joel Embiid, five-and-a-half-point favorite over the Indiana Pacers with a 217 over-under. Break it down, my man. Well... Indiana is a strong defensive team, but we know that Sabonis is out. Embiid has been terrific against Indiana in these matchups this year, so I, I do like him. He's a pay-up guy here, but I, I will pay up for him. I also like Ben Simmons. I don't think Indiana really has anybody to defend Ben Simmons. Uh, so I'm going to get some exposure to him. That That's my main focus on the Philly side. On Indiana... Just looking for the news here. Um, you know, if Brogdon and Oladipo play, I'm not going to have much exposure to Indiana at all. Um, so just going to have to wait for the news on that. But this is mostly just the, the studs for Philly and then move on. Yeah, you know, th this is going to be dependent on the news. We have to watch this news right down to the wire because everything for me changes if Brogdon and Oladipo sit. If they sit, I'm going to have 100% TJ Warren because I think his usage, you know, it's going to go through the roof with those two guys out. Um, I, I don't want Miles Turner. I think he could get into some foul trouble against Embiid. But, you know, if, if those guys are out, TJ Warren's a big time play uh, for me. If Brogdon's in, I actually like Brogdon in this game. If he's playing with no restrictions, uh, you know, you'll see me with Oladipo. I got a feeling Oladipo might be out, but we have to see what, what that goes, you know, how that goes. But it's either, depending on that news, Warren or Brogdon and Warren for me on the Pacer side. The Philly side, uh, I'm with you. I think I think Joel Embiid, I think he can attack and out-muscle Turner. I'm not a big a fan of Turner defensively. I know a lot of people say, well, he blocks a ton of shots and this and that, but he generally gets his blocks off of his man when he's helping with somebody else. And he usually has Sabonis in there doing all the dirty work. And then he just floats around and gets some blocks. But he's not a, an aggressive player. If you remember him, he couldn't even get on the floor for the USA team and that horrible team that lost with Pop because he just didn't defend and didn't do anything in the paint. So for me, I think Joel Embiid is probably my favorite pay up guy on this entire slate. Uh, you know, I think he's going to be in at least 75% of my lineups. Um, the rest of the guys from Philly are all uh, 
possible, but again, I want to see who's who's going to be defending. You know, Brogdon's a great defender. Oladipo can defend some. So I'm not going to mess with uh, Shaker, Tobias, uh, or Ben Simmons at this moment just because of price. Um, but, you know, let's see how these matchups uh, go. And if, if the Pacers are sitting, a guy may get a second guy from Philly. But right now, I you know, I feel very comfortable coming out of this game with Joel Embiid and T.J. Warren as two of my key guys. All right, man, game five. We're going to wrap this sucker up in good, solid time frame here. We've got another fantastic game. It's just amazing how great these games are. And we have all the main guys playing, so this, this is really exciting. So we've got the L.A. Lakers at the Toronto Raptors. It is the late-night sweat game sitting out there all by itself. 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central. Both teams starting fives are expected to play. My bookie also has this as the Lakers' only three-and-a-half point favorite and an over-under of 218. So we've got tons of excitement in this game with the expected starters of James, Pope, Green, Davis, and McGee against the championship guys of Lowry, Van Vliet, Ananobi, Siakam, and Gasol. So... How much intrigue in this game for you, Mr. Hansen? Well, a, a decent amount, but it's sort of like game one where I'm not going to look at a lot of the stars here on, on the first team, the Lakers, uh, because of that dynamic we talked about at the top of the show. I really think there's going to be a little bit of a letdown here for LeBron and AD, possibly in minutes, possibly in energy. I mean, I actually wouldn't be surprised if one of them gets scratched here. I mean, they basically locked wow. up the they locked up the first seed with that win over the Clippers. We're now we're you know in context we're a long way away from the playoffs. They don't have anything to prove. They they've proven that in game one. They both looked excellent. So I just don't see. I I'm not going to pay up for LeBron or AD. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna use Kuzma a lot. I mean he's only four point three on DraftKings. He got yeah. a ton of run. Played well. He looked good in the scrimmages. He was out there a lot with LeBron and AD. I mean he's looking more and more like a key guy in the rotation, uh, being aggressive, shooting a bunch of threes. So I'm going to have a lot of Kuzma. And then I'm going to go back to Caruso here because, again, if LeBron plays a little bit less, he's going to handle it a little bit more. He was decent as a, you know, he was a very chalk value play in the opener, and he was decent. I think he got 17 DraftKings points. But I think people are going to forget about him a little bit here on a bigger slate. I'm going to go back to Caruso a lot and hope that he's, a little bit more aggressive and even more productive at that price tag. On the Toronto side, uh, I, I'm looking at Siakam here. He was excellent against the Lakers in the first matchup, over 50 fantasy points. So he's my he's my primary pay-up guy for Toronto. Um, maybe add another piece here or there. You know, Fred Van Vliet was excellent in the matchup during the regular season. Lowry did not play in that one. Um but really, for me, it's, it's Siakam here uh, as my favorite Raptor tonight. Interesting. <clears throat> you know, I, I'm sticking with the school of thought until it's proven differently. I think as a coach, as, as you look at this, I, I look at it, okay, I want to win the championship with the Lakers. And this goes for all the teams. But we, we missed four months of basketball. So these guys have never in their entire lives since they were probably two years old been away from playing the game of basketball that long the eight games just eight 
that's all we have to get ready for a playoff run where we're looking to win a championship. I don't see load management. I don't see resting. I personally think you're going to see a real true eight-game playoff preparation, rotations getting set, especially with all the changes of all the guys missing and in and out. Getting those rotations set, having everybody understanding their role. I think you can do that in maybe eight to 12 games. They only have eight. And so I see this. I don't see anybody being babied into this. Now, Zion, that was a different scenario because he came in late. And I think they are going to you know, lessen the, the control of him. But I just I'm going to continue to handicap these games of no land, low, load management and guys not sitting. Yes, I know the Lakers have first locked up, basically. But I don't think that's the goal of Vogel or any of these coaches. I think it's let's get this team razor sharp as fast as we can so that when we hit that first game of the playoffs, we are ready for a deep run. So in doing that, you know, with Embiid and some of the guys uh, that I'm uh, rostering, I'm not going to be able to afford LeBron uh, or Davis. I'm going to go elsewhere because I don't want to go down to Scrubs today as much. I mean, our our star scrub stuff last time, we hit on all the right guys with Clarkson and, and O'Neal and all these guys that stepped up. Uh, but I just think in this game, uh, you know, from the Lakers side of the th- side of things, I think Kuzma is still cheap enough that I think he's really wanting to carve himself the role as maybe the third best guy to fill out that trio like everybody expected. He looks a lot different. I mean – Physically, he looks different. I know he dyed his hair back and all that, but he just seems to be into it. Where at times before the break, he just seemed a little out there. Maybe L.A. life was getting to him a little bit. But I saw a different focus from him, and, you know, he's not shy. He'll shoot the ball as much as anybody. So Kuzma's a a big star for me, a big, you know, five-star kind of guy for me because his price with what I expect that he'll be able to deliver, I think is a real bonus. Um, I like the Toronto side. I want to build out my medium-priced guys really from this uh, Toronto team. Uh, I know LA's great defensively. I know they're in the top five in the league. But I think this game goes up and down a little bit more than you'd expect. And I am going to have a strong, strong consideration for Lowry, Van Vliet, and Siakam. Um, now, people may say, well, if AD guards Siakam, AD's probably the NBA defensive player of the year. That is true. But Siakam's got a different game, man. He can shoot way out threes. He can, you know, get stuff going to the hoop. Um, he is extremely pricey, and Davis is more than likely going to guard him. So he's probably the third guy in for me. I like the backcourt of Toronto. I think that Lowry and Van Vliet, as good as LeBron is, he's not a super quick defender uh, at the point guard or shooting guard spot. Uh, Pope isn't going to be on any all defensive teams. I think, you know, Caruso coming off the bench is probably their best, you know, on the ball defender there. But question is, how much is he going to play? So you may see coach going up the standings if, if it works out with the backcourt of Lowry and Van Vliet, you know, and if I can put those two guys uh, with Embiid and then I've got another couple of guys that I'm looking to, to build out that roster that I'll share uh, in our discord at DFSCoachTalk.com, uh, 
uh, when we get closer uh, to lock. But that's the basis of my team right there. I'm going to try to go uh, one star and a lot of really good players. Whereas on the first night, it, the way that the rosters lined up, it was more super studs with guys that I was hope you know hoping to scratch in there and get it done. So a little different strategy, but you know the the card calls for it. You can't you know anybody that says hey I'm going to go into this card and I'm going to use this strategy that don't think that way. Look at the card, go through all of it, then determine what makes sense. Because there may there's times I've pretty much just stack two teams and then put one extra guy in there or there's times i've one off to everybody in my lineup so you've got to let it the the slate dictate more what you do rather than just the strategy that you go in with so that is what i'm looking for so i'll definitely be part of that late night sweat team i'll have to see that no green on my screen though for all day probably uh unless Embiid goes absolutely nuts but that's all right you know I was watching last night. I felt so bad. Did you happen to watch the guys sweating out the Millie Makers that were in first place and the end of that game before it went to overtime? And then that game went to overtime. And those the one guy went from first place of however much money that was, uh, s- splitting the million, down to like 5000 bucks. Right. Just because of that overtime, you yep. talk about a bad beat burn. Oof. And I'll say just one thing, and I won't rant, but Rick Carlisle, I respect, but he cannot coach the end of a game. That is the 17th loss this year by five or less in the last quarter of a game. He has he never wins coaches' challenges. His rotation makes no sense. And a first-year high school coach brings Boban Marinovich in there with uh, Porzingis. Porzingis, as they're, they're the second and third tallest guy in the league, the whole league, other than, uh, you know, our Boston fellow. Taco Fall. Taco Fall. So you don't put those two guys. Boban's the size of a, a tree. They put him in in the first half. He he didn't even jump. He got rebounds yep. just by reaching over like, like it was playing against kids. He could have got that rebound, or at least his body would have knocked. Oh, he he would have gotten that rebound I, without I mean, even having just, to move. As a Mavs fan, I'm furious, man. Yep. That was just bad coaching, and I'm just got to call it like I see it. I defend coaches all the time. I know Rick Carlisle not really well, but I've met him a few times. He's the coolest, nicest guy in the world. But dude, buckle up that that belt. The final five minutes of games, or you're gonna blow this for this team. So. All right, I had to say something because it was stewing. I was stewing last night, man. Yeah. I I said good night to the members just in a short good night. I went to bed, so you know. Yeah. But I love it, man. These yeah. games, the games yesterday, off the charts. Did you think you'd have these kind of last minute, grind it out, playoff atmosphere kind of games right out of the shoot? I think it was more than anyone could have expected. And like I said, I'm ex- I'm excited about this slate. The more and more we break it down. I'm really looking forward to it. Some more big prizes. Um, so if you're new to the show, uh, the one thing you can get that you haven't gotten here on the show is the final FanDuel lineup. You get that as a member. So uh, pick up one of our memberships at uh, DFSCoachTalk.com. You'll get that FanDuel lineup and the uh, Coach's Clipboard player pool for DraftKings. Um, and that's that's what it's all about. So we'd love to have you. It is. And that DraftKings uh 
Coach's Clipboard has been a huge success with our members because not only do we give you a player pool, we give you a group that we highlight as our core group. So it's really given our, our members a chance to build some uh, great winning lineups. So DFSCoachTalk.com, give us a try a week, a month, or a year. You have all your different options there. And you get all of our sports. We focus on four major sports. That's NBA, NFL, MLB, and PGA. And we, we have pros in all four of them. We dig in. We're in every lock. Uh, before lock in discord with those lineups so check us out man also want to give another thanks to mybookie.ag definitely the place to go for all your sports wagering casino action and remember with the promo code coach talk no space you now get a hundred percent match all the way up to a thousand not a fifty percent and the twenty five dollar free play and tvg.com it's crazy not to put the 300 in, bet it. If you lose, you get the 300 back and you go home. I mean, take a shot at the money. Uh, TVG.com, promo code COACHTALK, and you can find the banner right on our website. Don't forget to follow us all on Twitter, specifically at DFS Coach Talk, where we'll all be putting up content and information and player news throughout the day. YouTube, you're watching us now on YouTube, DFS Coach Talk. You can watch some of our bankroll management and player uh, build uh, different podcasts that we did in the past. Or if you're looking to zone in on a, a couple of these basketball teams, we've done preview shows for them and Major League Baseball. A little worried about Major League Baseball, Andrew. I know you were a minor league player and, and baseball is, is one of your favorites, but all this news, all these games getting canceled. Now you have the commissioner out there barking at the teams. It, you think Major League Baseball survives, man? No, no. no. And I'm a, I'm a glass half full, very optimistic guy. But I said, uh, you know, right even before the games were starting, I have a feeling this might not make it through. Uh, they just, they're not in the right spot without a bubble, not handling it right. And the, the, the financial side of the game, you know, the owners just aren't invested enough. Well, they're overly invested in these games. They don't want to be invested in these games. They don't want games. Right with no fans. Yeah. So it's just, there's not enough momentum on that side of things to make sure everything goes smoothly. So I, I don't think they're going to finish it out. Yeah. it looks a little shaky to me as well, but uh fun golf sweat coming this weekend. I'm right on that bumper of, of cash. And you know, my worst player right now is John Rahm and right. he's the number one player. If he can get it going, I'm ready to ready to see a little uh, raining, a little money in here in coach land. So we'll see what happens, but all right. Uh, fantastic. That should give you at least a, a good start on getting your NBA day started. I mean, wall-to-wall NBA, got to love it, got to love it. Our charity of choice here at DFS Coach Talk is mombon3.org. That's M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. Terrific, terrific charity set up by Vanessa Bryant. All right, that's it, my man. Any final words? We need to get this posted so our fine friends here can build some lineups. Yeah, no, thanks all for listening in, and let's do it again tomorrow. Check back in for the next episode. That's right. That's right. Sit on the edge of your seats for our Sunday episode, which we will. <laughs> we keep saying, and I'll just, you know, total full disclosure, we don't hide anything here. We've been wanting to do this show the last few nights in the evening and then post it first thing in the morning, but we are so into these games. 
you know, Andrew and I start tweeting back and forth. I, I got to watch the end of this game. I mean, how right. was I going to miss the end of that Mavericks game? Exactly. Really? So back and forth we go, oh, let's just do it in the morning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, I mean, you know, we're getting it out a few hours later than we'd like to, but it is more updated information. So there's, you'll either get it, we're not going to promise it anymore because we haven't done it twice in a row, but if we do it in the evening, it'll be up earlier in the morning. If we do it in the morning, you'll get it mid-morning. But you have plenty of time to listen to it, uh, to build those lineups out. And if you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter, DM us on Twitter. He's at Language Olympic. I'm at Joe Sarbati. So thank you so much for joining uh, joining in here to listen today. Uh, it's going to be a fun basketball Saturday. Uh, it's going to be a fun basketball day every day right now. So it's like heaven. So enjoy it. Let's take some stuff down. Some good contests out there. A lot of people getting into these contests. So you can pick and choose whatever you want to play. You know, my word of advice, stick with cash and single entry as the majority. Don't go all in on just wild GPPs that you got to, you know, one out of 10,000 people win in. So build that bankroll. That's the important thing to do. So let's crush it again tomorrow and get right back after uh, basketball. We will be back on here uh, tomorrow morning for the same kind of breakdown on another fantastic NBA day. So thank you again for joining us. For Mr. Andrew Hansen and our entire DFS Coach Talk team, I'm Coach, and we'll catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA DFS.